millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. January 30th, 2021. The Quazon. A gold rush. Gambling. Winston Churchill and cigars. Scientific discoveries, and, aliens. This, is, awesome, today. Awesome Today is a daily show, even though it technically isn't every day. It is barely edited and sometimes offensive. It is a good show. Some might even call it awesome. If you are friends with someone who doesn't think this show is awesome, you deserve better friends. Hi. And good day. It is a good day. It's Saturday. Yeah, it is. And Saturday is, quite frankly, one of the best days. I know you love a Monday. I love a Monday. I love a Saturday. Okay. I love Saturday that I don't have to get up. And so when I do, which is always at the same freaking time anyway, it's because I choose to. I like that It for feels you. very free and empowering. I postpone my shower. I sit around the house in my own sleep stink. <laughs> and I go read the interwebs and wear a robe and try not to be creepy. Mm -hmm. I usually wear something under the robe. It's not like no. anybody entering the room could at a moment's notice have a... What was a fatal attraction moment? Is that what that movie was? Yeah. That's not happening. No. I'm not giving everybody the... The free V shot. It was was it it wasn't fatal attraction. Was it what was it? It was Sharon Stone. Yeah. Maybe it was fatal attraction. I can't remember. Somebody'll correct us. We're yeah. thankful for that. Hey, yes. It's I there was a whole visual happening yeah. of you and your you robe. You mentioned my nappy robe and the Excuse dramatic me. music. Excuse me. Your robe is not nappy. Not yet. I just bought that for not you for yet. Christmas. But it's on How its dare way. you? Um that was a lot more than How I was anticipating. How often are you supposed to wash a robe? I'm going to say that best practice is going to be like once a week, but okay. but actual practice is like once every three months. So we're like, oh, what, four or five weeks away mm -hmm. from Christmas when I got it? Yeah, but to be fair, you don't wear your robe every day, so that's got it. Every Saturday. 
Oh yeah, that's what we were talking about. Favorite days of the week. Yeah. Monday's my favorite day of the week. I know. And then Friday. Okay. Second. I'd say Saturday. Well, your your Friday's pretty. Uh, it's pretty Saturday for most folks. Other than your listen, just listen for a damn minute. You have the early rise, where you validate and verify that all your stuff is uploaded and ready to go for the main show. Yes. But in terms of work, not your not your other job, in which we all have other jobs around our homes, not your other stuff, but yeah. in terms of your work for the week, yeah. as soon as you've done that, you are officially shifting into a Saturday-type mode Okay. for that job. I Yes, I, I would say that's fair. That's why, that's why it's a great day. It well, feels good. It feels good to wear your bathrobe and crotch shot people <laughs> that aren't looking. Because you don't want to actually do it. You're not a filthy whore, right? As far as you know. Well. Anyway. <laughs> don't digest. I do enjoy Saturdays right now because it's the time that our first ever sort of awesome cohort is meeting at 11 o'clock. That's right. So that. Which is weird because I have to put on something more than the robe then because you do some of that with the videos, right? It's all on video. I don't let you come into our room though. I actually, for every cohort meeting, have been laying down between the bed and the wall on the opposite side (laughs) of where you're filming. Nobody can see me and I'm just laughing quietly into a pillow. (laughs) You're so weird. What day is it today? It's January 30th. We're practically done with the first month of the year. It is today National Croissant Day. Croissant. Croissant. The humble roots of the croissant date back to 1985 when its older brother, the croissant, which was introduced by Burger King and its Australian franchise, Hungry Jacks. That's, I feel like that's inaccurate. That is completely untrue. That's fake news. But that is a real thing, and 85 is when it came about. Um... But, Wait, that's but not when just the... as that's when the Chris sandwich came. Oh, out. okay, yeah. okay, okay. But just right now, in this moment, that you're so completely sure of how wrong I am, you're yes. equally completely sure that this is a culinary gift from the French. Yeah, and you, my friend, are just as wrong as me. Well, yeah. Oh my, the croissants are really tumultuous carbohydrate. The it traces its roots actually to Vienna, Austria. Yeah. And roughly the 10th century. It's an old bread. It's an old bread. It is an old bread. To Austria. To Austria. Yeah, the Germans technically bringing it home. You love to just incorporate Austria into Germany. It it is. They like Austria is the rich neighborhood of Germany. (laughs) That's completely true. Okay, I'll give you that. (laughs) And quite frankly, the Germans, including the rich neighborhood there, they have done more than we're more than we want to admit in America because we still hold that old no. Nazi grudge. Yeah, I know. Not that I'm suggesting we shouldn't hate that, but at some point, at some point, for the love of Pete, you got to begin to recognize these these are different people than did that. Mm. There, it's different people alive and stuff. That's right. right yes. Anyway, um, the French do get some credit. And I'll give credit where credit's due. They get a little credit because they took this Austrian bread. Mm. They altered the recipe a little bit. They made it just a little bit more crescent-shaped. And they made it more flaky. Mm. Now, the French are known for their flakiness. (laughs) So, 
celebrate the day. Have a croissant or a sandwich, or just generally make fun of the French. All right. I have one commentary. You covered mm -hmm. so much ground here. There was a lot to cover. <sighs> you may realize or not realize. I don't care either way. You don't have to realize it, but it is a historical fact that in the 20th century, France uh, sort of colonized Vietnam. Other countries around the globe, too, okay. including Lebanon. Yeah, yep, yep. But what the Vietnamese did is they took this French influence and they incorporated it into their cuisine. Okay. So what you're saying is you've got a different yet same version of what happened in the southern U.S., Louisiana, in specific. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. The French influence in Louisiana mm -hmm. is strong the, the with Creole. Creole. Yeah. Yes. Um, very true. Um, Cajun also, of course. Mm -hmm. So, yes. But so in the country of Vietnam, they took the French influence from uh, being a sort of French colony or territory for a while, incorporated it in the cuisine. And so now you have Vietnamese sandwich shops that specialize in... Either offering the croissant sandwich. No, how dare you? The croissant sandwich is like the worst. We should set. No, it's not. But move ahead. I, I'm going to come back to that. Move ahead. Okay. Well, we have in our neighborhood because we live very close to the Asian district in Oklahoma City. Yes. A variety of Vietnamese places you can go to eat. We have a big one called Lee Sandwiches. And listen, that place is busier than Walmart on yeah. freaking Black Friday. It stays packed out. People love their Lee sandwiches. You can go to Lee sandwich and sandwiches and get a freaking I don't even like sandwiches, but their sandwiches are delicious. They have you can get I think it on they a, lace the sandwiches with opium. I'm just guessing. They do some kind of something that keeps you coming back for more. You can get their your sandwich on a either a French baguette or a I almost said croissant. croissant. I almost said croissant because this is happening yeah. on the screen. Or croissant. Yeah, and Spellcheck doesn't like croissant, by the way. No, it doesn't. And so I was thinking croissant. But um, the classic Vietnamese sandwich, the banh mi, you get mm -hmm. it on a crusty French baguette, it is mwah, so good. Now, another thing I need to tell you really quickly. It does not have to it be It doesn't have to be quick. You take all the time you want. The Sharon Stone movie we were thinking of. Basic Instinct. Basic Instinct. Thank <laughs> I knew, you. I knew Fatal Attraction wasn't Ooh. right. All the fans right now, they would thank you, but they've already blacked out because they screamed so hard <laughs> at their phones that they lost consciousness. It's true. It's true. But you guys knew I would side Google. And I did. And here we are. Okay. So you cheated. I did. Very well. Um, one other thing I would would bring to light in relation to both the croissant and the croissant is now deceased comedian Richard Jenny, who is what an incredible talent. Yes. He is truly one of the funniest humans, a, a brilliant intellect, which to me makes an even funnier human. Absolutely. He does a bit, it was one, I, it may have been one of his last stand up routines, even uh, that I think may have been an HBO special, which mm. you could probably dig up, and it's worthwhile. There is a bit in mm. there about the Chris sandwich. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, we'll have to check that out. Yeah, it's worthwhile. Hey, if it's your birthday today, first of all, congrats on a January birthday. It's yeah. lovely. You Let's share it with you. our daughter. Uh, yeah, an Aquarius, I think? I don't know. 
We are in the age of Aquarius, yep. aren't we? According to the one song. Pretty sometime. sure. Now people are yelling at their phones again, but I think it is. Anyway, if it's your birthday, you share it with the lead singer and drummer. How are you the lead singer and the drummer of a it's rock a, group? It's a unique mix. Yeah. Only well, one man could do it. What's his name? Phil Collins. Do it, Phil. Play those drums and sing. I mean, he was, of course, iconically the lead singer and drummer for the rock group Genesis. Did a lot of solo work, too. A lot of solo work. Phil Collins. Well, he's a freaking living legend. Yes, he is. He is still alive, right? I hope so. Pretty if sure. not, he's a dead legend. Something way, way, way less cool. Way down at the bottom of the list of coolness. And if this is your birthday, you share it with the 46th vice president. Is that right? Yeah. Are you sure? According that? to the thing I read. Yep. Okay. Well, former Vice President of the United States, Dick Cheney. So you're just going to crap all over my research and say, you know better, but you have no receipts. I feel like, I feel like Donald Trump was the 45th president. Have we that, had an we, uneven number? We don't necessarily coincide on okay, all things. Okay. Wait, I'm going to Google it. Okay. Who was the 46th Vice Vice president dick cheney it's Dick cheney everybody i stand corrected yeah I, knew I, you would. I felt like it was wrong i don't understand american history i should have my citizenship revoked but regardless this should teach both you and all of our listeners to never question me <laughs> <laughs> um anyway listen i really messed this up by now anyway Dick Cheney. It's his birthday. So Yay! You could celebrate your birthday with good old-fashioned Phil Collins music or or by accidentally, quote-unquote accidentally, shooting someone while hunting. Good job, Dick. It's your choice. You cannot pick both. You can't pick both. One or the other. Dick Cheney and Deep State. Go Google it. Have fun. Come back and report on what you find. Yeah. And you'll... Find a lot of ties to oil, because that's a thing, too. Mm -hmm. um, moving ahead before we get arrested. Yep. 1848. James Marshall mm -hmm. finds a gold nugget. Hell yeah. In Coloma, California. Why wouldn't you? Over half a million people rush there, as one would in the case of a gold rush, in hopes of finding their fortune. Due to the ridiculous nature of California's system of taxation, only a few of these hopefuls were ever able to escape. Is that true? I made up the last part, okay. but the first part's true. So one guy found a nugget in California yep. and everybody was like, gold, Every, you yeah. say? Everybody crapped the bed. They're like, where's the bed? I'm crapping it. We're going to California. And I believe that's how they pronounced it back then, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. That's at least how Dick Cheney would have pronounced it. The 46th Vice President of the United States. I need to know how we got off on our counting, but that's another topic for another day. Nothing matters. 1929, gambling. Yeah. Controversial topic in 1929. Illegal. Was it? Yep. Is it now? It depends mm, on where you are. It depends where you are. Yeah. Not in Oklahoma. If you're at a casino on it's Native American gotta land. It's got to be Native-owned land and yes. a Native casino. Yes. Well, in, back in 1929, a newspaper article from this state described how a group of convicted gamblers mm -hmm. had been offered clemency if they would reveal the names of the ringleaders. Will you please use your best 1929 voice 
to ask for the names of the ringleaders. I can't. You gotta you, summon I, it. You're I, not gonna catch me, Kafa. Yeah, you can't just throw me on the spot. Give I me can the names of those ringleaders. When I'm, if I'd been reading this, I could have flowed into it because my mind would have traveled into the character. Mm -hmm. But I can't just produce like that on the spot. I wish I could talk 1929. I can't. Uh, it's hard. You it's gotta hard. Really, you gotta go there in your mind. Yes. Well, unwilling to budge, Washington support circles. What the hell? Yeah. Washington support circles. It's a that's a group. These are All the, right. the the upper tiers of. Are you talking about Washington D.C. in Washington D.C. Oh, that would have banded together for their social agenda. Okay, they they together raised five thousand dollars to be given to the convicts' families. In addition to clemency, if they would only just go ahead and spill that tea. Spill yep. it, sis. Tell us who the ringleaders are. We need to know. Ringleaders, this is an important thing. Everyone knows the ringleaders is where it's at. That's, well, that's how they ultimately brought down the mafia. Is that correct yeah. grammar? The ringleaders is? Or the ringleaders are? It's 100% where the ringleaders because, are. I wasn't going to correct you. Because ringleaders... Like, I mean, it's plural, but it's also a group. Mm -hmm. Like saying people versus peoples and where does the apostrophe go? Mm -hmm. These things trouble my mind greatly. Mm -hmm. um, whichever it is, imagine that's what I said. Yes. Well, guess what? These, uh, they're, they're the convicted gamblers, yeah. they said, no dice. No dice. <laughs> no dice. Only <laughs> dice for craps. That's right. So maybe that's where we get the phrase, no dice. They... We're not to be persuaded. I'm guessing there was threat involved. There There's was no danger. telling what was going on, and I 100% yeah. guarantee more, you the mafia was involved. Yeah, more scared of the ringleaders than of Hell the, yes, and than rightly the Washington so. support circles. Look, these Washington support circles were like, here's a meager, and I mean meager $5,000. On the other hand, the ringleaders slash mafia were like, uh, we will slaughter your families if well, you tell us. With, at risk of being insensitive. At risk of being insensitive. I do want to point out that these... So so you say th this phrase, Washington support circles. This would be people that viewed themselves because of their wealth as the intellect, mm. right? The Washington elite is yes. what I hear so much about. Yes. Whoever... Elite, wherever they are, whatever they may be. They are very high and mighty. Yes. And then, and this is where I don't mean this insensitive, insensitively. I just mean it as a, a point of realization in this world. In the moment that a bunch of quote-unquote wackadoos or whatever you want to call them storm the, the where Congress meets mm -hmm. at the point of an election count yeah. like we just saw... Mm -hmm. Well, of, oh, then the scolding that goes on in the news. But there was some real pants shitting going on when they realized that their superiority was limited to their own perspective. Okay. That there was some real danger in being the assholes that they're accustomed to being. Well. And I'm not saying that to justify what happened. Yes. What happened was, was not good. But there's a... Yeah. That's a whole topic trail I could go down. That's a whole thing. There's there's some value. I'll tell a story. Oh, no. I've probably told it before. <laughs> okay. I've probably told it before. Um, in my very early days of coaching, one of the other coaches on our staff was in no way, shape, or form qualified to be there. Mm -hmm. 
And so in that fashion, I certainly felt like the intellectual elite. Mm. I, and not because I was born that way, because I'd worked my tail off to learn and mm -hmm. comprehend and do things. Mm -hmm. There had come an event where somebody needed to be selected amongst us to yes. go make a trip to pick up some game film. Okay. Um, we were in a bind, and I truly, I was doing both my work and the work that was necessary for this, this not yet educated and capable guy to get his work done. Basically, I had to do my job, and then I had to do his job and teach him so that he could, in turn, coach the kid. Sure. And we'd reached a, a point of critical mass. I was feeling superior and angry, and he was feeling however he felt. And I'd made some really shitty comments, much like you see Congress making mm -hmm. to whichever party is not theirs of the general populace. And as I turned in my superiority and walked away, or started to, I got punched in the back of the head. I didn't know what story you were telling until this moment, but yes. That, I can verify. That's yeah. a true fact. That it happens. wasn't a sissy slap. It's a full punch. It was a full-on punch in the back of the head. And it's probably a miracle that I'm not <laughs> paralyzed or mentally compromised at this point. Because that's a pretty serious thing. Yeah, it's it not is. allowed in the sport of boxing. Nope. It's a serious thing. Yep. Happened um, in the coaching office. There is a level of, of humility that should arise in those moments. Ooh. And it did for me. Mm -hmm. And I, I altered my life course at that point. Yes. Um, so that even when I'm dealing with who I would feel superior to, maybe in a natural sense, a checker at Walmart or whatever, how dare you? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I kind of reel it back in a little bit. It gives you pause. And relax. It gives me pause yes. because, yeah, there's a lot more going on than just who's, who's high and mighty here and what does that even mean? And don't, the, the general message is, don't be an asshole. And if you are, quit being an asshole. I like that message. Okay. I think it's in alignment with the sort of awesome ethos. Yeah. So let's see yeah, what although else we can talk about. I feel like it's the negative side. The positive side <laughs> is, is be awesome. awesome. Yeah. Be awesome. It's not don't be an asshole. It's be awesome. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm there behind. I'm bringing up the tail of the parade. <laughs> that has the, been my job. You're the anti-grand marshal of this parade? Indeed. Yes. <laughs> I am yes. The let's let's sugarcoat it. Let's just call me the caboose. <laughs> All right. What else is happening well, in this history? Is, this is involved, and I love this one especially. Um, parts of it, not okay. all of it. Don't make judgment on me too quickly. 1965, we do have the funeral of Winston Churchill at St Paul's Cathedral in London. Okay. And it was at that time the world's largest ever state. Funeral. I believe it. 1965, he lived longer he than lived, I thought. He lived into his 90s. Okay. Which will be even more surprising as we go through the rest of the details here. Okay. Um, and I'm going to shift kind of to cigar-related news. Anybody who probably has cast a, a, a mental image that's able to do so of Winston Churchill would probably, in that image, have a cigar. Mm -hmm. The reason is, is because, yeah, the, he was rarely ever seen without a cigar in his hand. Okay. Um, there is a cigar style, not brand, not... There's there's a descriptor okay. of a cigar that's called a Churchill. Mm. 
Um, it is a large Corona format cigar. Go read up on cigars if you want to know what all that is. It is roughly seven inches long, and then it's circumference or diameter or whatever is a... They, they measure cigars by ring gauge, just like you would a, a ring for your finger. Sure. It's a 47 ring gauge. Okay. Taking its name from Sir Winston, famous for probably never being... Oh my goodness, I just belched like an ape. You haven't done that in so long. I, I feel like it's a reintroduction of something Flash else. Flashback, yeah. okay. Um, him rarely ever seen without a cigar. Um, he was known... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Both for his grand enjoyment of cigars and his grand enjoyment of alcoholic beverage are you and the, drink. Are you the living reincarnation of Winston Churchill? I feel like it, although I still have much to aspire to mm -hmm. because Churchill purportedly often began his day <laughs> with a glass of scotch while still in bed. Winston Churchill, we honor you. That's today. impressive. House person, bring me my scotch. First thing in the morning. I cannot I be bothered to get up. I've got a freaking world power to run. Yeah. Bring me my scotch. It's on. Let's yes. go. In conjunction and or cooperation with that, he smoked as many as 10 cigars a day. That's a lot of cigar smoking. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. He enjoyed a good cigar. So much that he famously had 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 made a customized oxygen mask that would enable him to smoke during high altitude flights, which he made many of during World War II. Good heavens. His wife is credited with inventing a cigar bib <laughs> to catch the ashes while he smoked in bed. The man, if he was awake... He was smoking. He's a legend. Yes. Estimates are that in his lifetime... No, this cannot be right. He smoked... Yeah, it is. He smoked over a quarter of a million that's, cigars. No, that's fiction. Yeah, no. That's falsehood. Nope. You can sit... I did. You can sit and roughly do the math on 10 a day because he, he was introduced to cigars on a trip to Cuba in his early 20s. And if he lived into his 90s, you sit and do the math. Yep. Holy it's absolutely Moses, right. that is a lot of cigar smoking. Now, very interestingly to me, the 
size of cigar that he smoked, yeah. his personal favorite, it was not what corresponded with what we now call the Churchill. Okay. I'm not sure where exactly that landed, sure. but it sorted its way out that way. Yeah. The Churchill, let me scroll back up in the notes if if to remind us, it was seven inches long, 47 inch ring, ring gauge. But in fact, his favorite was a torpedo, which is a figurato, blah, 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 blah. It measured 6.125 inches and was a 52-inch ring gauge. So a little shorter, a little fatter, actually decently, significantly fatter than what a Churchill is. I'm raising my now empty glass yeah. to you, Sir Winston Churchill. Impressive. May you be resting in peace in the great beyond. And or maybe you're sitting right next to me in your new body. Perhaps he Kyle is. Teats. His name is Kyle Winston Churchill Teats. Our next I'm child. Not, I am Winston nowhere Churchill? near smoking ten a day. No. But we have pulled several days in a row of one in the evening. Mm -hmm. So we'll see where things go. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to push a lot harder than 10 a day to get to a quarter of a million in my lifetime. Because you had a 25-year head start. Yeah, you're starting late. Yeah. Whew. Well, fast forwarding a bit in time to 1975, the magical year of your birth. I said it for you. Erno, mm -hmm. one Mr. Erno Rubik applies for a patent for his magic cube invention. It's later known as the Rubik's Cube. Yes. I watched a YouTube video. Not today. It's been weeks ago because we've discussed our our family's foray into the Rubik's Cube. Yes. And I watched a YouTube video of him discussing it. And it was it was quite humorous to me in a very nerdy way mm. as he talked about how preposterous it felt to him to call it a Rubik's Cube because he was Rubik. And so to him, it was just my cube. <laughs> yeah, what a nerd. Yeah, I, I liked it, though. Okay. 2002. Pausing for a moment, recall that we just had a severe ice storm that devastated our yard. And we just now recently have finally <laughs> finished... I'll never forget. I have PTSD. Recovery just, from you this. Say, if you say ice storm, I'm, yeah. just, it's, I'm triggered. Well, prior to the one that we just experienced, the most severe one before on record yeah. Yeah. was the 2002 ice storm. Hit I, Oklahoma and surrounding states. Infrastructure devastated. Many electric, electric transformers exploding. And as devastating as that felt in the moment, they had no idea what 2020 had to hold. Just 18 short years later. I feel like numerologically speaking, there's a weird there's yep. a thing. Like that was 2002, 2020 brought the... Well, what's uh, six plus six plus six? 18. Sign of the devil. Oh, dang. I would not have thought of that. I just completely pulled that from my nethers in the moment that we record. I hadn't even thought of that. But uh, yeah, why not? That's part of numerology is being pretty fast and loose with, in fact... The numerals. And being able to pull things from your nethers to yeah. explain things with numbers. That's right. That's right. Well, in 2019, you all may remember 2019. It was a few short years ago. Scientists reveal the discovery of a cavity. Not a tooth cavity. Not a tooth cavity this time. This cavity is six miles long, 1,000 feet deep under a glacier in West Antarctica. I don't really think of Antarctica in terms of north, south, east, west. Well, because you're a flat earther and you recognize that wow. Antarctica is in fact an ice circle around this flat disk of a globe. How dare you? 
Uh, well, this glacier is, it's in West Antarctica, cavities underneath it. They're fearful that if it collapses, sea levels would raise by two feet. We cannot afford any more sea no, levels rising. Not by feet, anyway. That's for sure. Now, they failed to mention that it was actually, on further investigation, the longtime home of the aliens who arrived here millennia ago. And yep. they, you know, they'd grown bored with building pyramids. They were over it. And then they spent some time, of course, abducting and harassing trailer park residents. I didn't write these notes, you guys. I would <laughs> never malign the experiences of any... I'm not maligning anything. Alien... alien uh, Listen. Alien... Everyone knows that Zeke and Jethro were abducted and probed. Yes. I they didn't they, want it. They'll tell you all about no it. No means no. Yep. And it happened anyway. That they will tell you it start to finish. Uh, well, anyway, these aliens, they'd move to Antarctica of all places to simply be left alone. They just want to be left alone. And They've they had their fun. cavity under the glacier. They made a cavity to live in. It's part of this hollow earth thing. Why did they just leave the planet? Are they stuck here? Well, they like, are. The FBI stole right all of their flying discs. They're over in Area 51. Yes, and the CIA. It always comes back to the CIA. It's the CIA. I say FBI when I mean CIA. Let's just say the initialed groups yeah. took all their shit. They took all their toys. They can't leave, so they just were like, leave me alone. My body is impervious to temperatures of any kind. I'm going to go live in this cave down here in the Antarctic, the wealth of the world that you idiots won't share. It's here. In this surrounding ice wall on the flat disk of Earth. You're all so stupid. That's what the aliens did. Well, they better watch out because they're going to get a punch in the back of the head. They could. You got to be careful about getting high and mighty. You've got a couple of trending items that are both surprising and enjoyable um, to listen oh, to. Oh, yeah. Well, the first one, Elon Musk and his wife Grimes. And really, this is more to do with Grimes than with Elon. Are we sure it's Grimes and not like Grimet. Grimet. It could be Grimet. I don't know. But it looks like Grimes to me, so that's how I'm going to say it. Um, she gave their baby, and recall, roughly a year ago, I think, they'd had their baby and it had this weird symbological name <laughs> that then the state of California is like, and trust me, if the state of California says no, <laughs> you have tread onto virgin territory that is just unacceptable. You they have, said no. You have got to rein it in if California is like, no, I'm sorry, that's yeah, too weird. That's too weird. So the first name technically now of the baby is X. And then the middle name is all the rest of whatever it was originally weirdly Living symbols lives. and letters and stuff do what you do because california is like oh yeah that's okay <laughs> we just had to have a first name <laughs> um and even even grimes refers in social media and wherever it is that she posts that she calls the baby grime uh x i'm sorry uh well grimes gave x a haircut and the internet's losing its mind over this it is highly trending uh, the haircut is a Viking haircut inspired by a show that we've recommended in the past on Netflix called The Last Kingdom. Mm. This is all out there. You can go see photos of it, or you can just skip ahead and watch The Last Kingdom. If you haven't, you should. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have another. You Trending have got, number two. This is a lot. I got a really... Buckle Get up. myself into theatrical mode for this. And for those of you watching, I'm sorry, I've got to lean forward to catch the words 
uh, to read this. The trending title is Subway Tuna. You know you're in for a real treat. You know, two customers sue Subway, the Subway sandwich yeah, chain. Not the train yeah. system running underground in New York. Claiming that tuna is anything but tuna. Yeah. So, out of San Francisco Bay Area... Two residents have sued the fast food chain Subway, alleging that the tuna is anything but tuna, and calling it tuna salad constitutes fraud mm. and false advertising. Mm -hmm. The plaintiffs, Karen Danhoa and Nalima Amin. Are you meaning to tell me that an actual person named Karen? Yep, it's an actual Karen. Decided to take up a lawsuit in Subway Sandwich. I feel like based on her last name, she changed her name to Karen to fit the caricature okay. whom she wished to emulate. Okay. Um, they are Alameda County residents. They claim their lawsuit filed last week in U.S. District Court for the Northern District of California that Subway has been trying to capitalize on the premium price consumers are willing to pay for tuna. Mm. 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 Now, they had samples because mm. they were scientific. Of course. They took samples from several, and I'm, I'm terrified, especially on the heels of talking about aliens and probing what a sample would be. Mm. But they've taken samples from several California restaurants, which is a very generous name for Subway <laughs> franchises, <laughs> right? They've taken samples. They've had them analyzed. Yes. And the filling was determined to be a mixture of various concoctions nope. that do not constitute tuna. Wait, no tuna? No tuna. Okay. Yet have been blended together mm. by the defendants to it. imitate the appearance of tuna. I'm not one to stand with frivolous lawsuits, but this is disturbing. Yeah. They don't, however, go on to say precisely what lab tests discovered in lieu of tuna. No, no. My suspicions are so heinous, I won't even say them out loud. I did so earlier in review before we started, and Meg said, you can't say that. I can't say that on air. You can't. In a statement, Subway said the accusations are reckless and improper. <laughs> and they said it with that gusto. Yeah, of course they did. And that the company intended to vigorously defend itself. <laughs> they got Irish in there. I don't know why. Subway's not even Irish, yeah. but who knows? The taste and quality of our tuna make it one of Subway's most popular products. No, I disagree with no, that. No, and these baseless accusations threaten to damage our franchisees. Think of the people. Once you think of the people, listen to me. Listen, oh. everybody. Listen, nobody on this planet goes to Subway just to be like, I, you know what I need? I need that tuna salad sandwich from Subway. No one with self-respect goes to Subway. And I'll admit that I've gone. <laughs> I had no self-respect when I did so. We all know this is true. It's no judgment How dare you? to anyone. But they're taking the high road here. And they're saying, You're, these business owners who work tirelessly to uphold the Swing high standards... Sandwiches. That Subway sets for all of its products, including its tuna. How dare you, sir? How dare you? It goes on, and it's more ridiculous than I can even yes. manufacture. But that's that's trending, and that's going on. And I hope 
I hope truly, because I, I am myself a jerk, receiving of a punch to the back of the head on occasion. <laughs> I hope that Subway countersues for for court costs and yes. lawyer expenses, and mm. that they annihilate these two completely douchebag people for their softness of mind. Wow. Okay. I did not expect you to come down on the side of Subway in this. I hate are. Subway, but I hate more people who are looking to cash in on a preposterous claim. Of course it isn't tuna. It's Subway. You're talking like, are you going to now sue McDonald's because they're all beef patties are not all beef. Or Taco Bell for serving straight up dog Cat food. Cat food, dog food. Yeah. Come on, idiots. Don't be angry because you bought in willingly. and are, It's like, mm, no, can't say that either. All right. It's like a lot of other issues where people claim a thing out of shame in the aftermath. Yes. When in fact, they only did so because they were caught. You got caught eating Subway by your friends and now you're trying to... Raise a holy terror over all of this. Just stop it. Okay. Well, I hope we don't get sued by Subway or anyone else. Subway's on my side. Okay. And these two, I welcome them to sue me. I'll counter sue. Look, I looked up while you were going on your Subway tirade. I looked up little baby X yeah. of the Musks He family. looks exactly like Uhtred of Bebenberg. The, the haircut's not that bad. I need everyone on the internet to take... Two steps back from your screen and calm down. It's cute. It's yeah. fun. It Especially for a kid. But Uhtred, as a full-on adult, wears it. And I would wager that most women would find him somehow viscerally appealing. It's pretty sexy. He's got a lot of hair. It's just he like does. a little... Uh, he got the sides shaved down short. The yes. top's long and combed back. It's fine. It's actually a, a haircut of antiquity. Yes, exactly. And not that far in antiquity, but even through the 50s and 60s. Like my, the barbershop I go to, this is a haircut they would yes. regularly provide. Exactly. Calm down, everyone. It's time to... It's time to whirl. Whirl. Watch, read, listen, lifestyle. I will tell Since you. Since lifestyle's two words, should it be whirls? Maybe lifestyle's not two words. Oh, it is the way we do it. No, the way you do it. Okay, hold on. I'm going to go into the notes. There. Well, do you, you see? Now it's two words. I put a space in there. And then what did your computer tell you? Oh, That's and incorrect, you, my and friend. And you trust all the things the computer says? If you recall, not too long ago in the notes, we ran across a point <laughs> where I typed the word millennia, and the computer was like, That's not a word. That is a word. Babe, listen. Lifestyle, when you're saying lifestyle, is a compound word. But you can also say lifestyle as two separate words, but it doesn't mean the same thing as when you say the compound word lifestyle. That's right, because what we're doing is lifestyle. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway. You can have a lifestyle, and who gives a crap about that? You can go get them fat from any of the other half-assed podcasts that are out there. But if you want lifestyle, you know that this is the place you get it. In spades. All right. Okay. My face hurts from laughing. What are we watching? I will tell you. Yeah. Netflix berated me, forced me against my will into watching Fage, the Wink Saga. I will actually be held responsible as well because when I saw it and read the description, I was <laughs> like, oh, this is the kind of crap Meg likes. <laughs> it's pure crap. It's trash. It's fairies and soap opera combined yeah. with a little bit of a 
quote-unquote murder mystery. Little magic, little this and that. I was feeling very meh about Fate, the Winx saga. Kind of like you felt meh about the iPhone before you owned one. Yeah, that's right. And then at the end of the first episode, they were like, but you're a changeling. And I said, a changeling, Wait, what? you say? Well, I love a changeling. Yes. <laughs> and it's trash. Don't watch it. But no, you, do, you should. If you do watch it, come find me. We can talk about it. There's no shame in watching it. It's trash. Don't Just don't pretend like it's tuna and then get angry that it's not tuna. Watch it. Enjoy it. Don't be ashamed of what you like. Okay. I'm enjoying it, but it is pure trash. Okay. Let's, I, it's I not know. the first time in my life. It's not the first time in my life I've enjoyed something that's pure trash. Um, True Blood. I was going to say, please see uh, Exhibit A, True Blood. Yeah. Never admit to watching it, except I've watched every episode. I, I did too. And even though it's not my thing, I enjoyed it. And I especially enjoyed it because you were enjoying it. Yes. And we watched every episode. Every single damn one. We Every made it through fun. the painful, the painful death throes. Some of them. We did it yeah, all. They should have ended it after season three, but some of them we've watched these seasons we've watched more than once. It's true. And I'm not ashamed. Okay. We do what we do. We do what we do. Other things that you could watch. I truly hope, I truly hope, because here we are. I'm in my late 50s. You're in your early 30s. And we are traveling into the world of cigars. I, that, those ages are inaccurate. We're 45, I'm 43. We're doing this unashamedly, mm -hmm. entering into this world as complete noobs yep. and learning as we go. Yeah. Um, I hope that somebody out there that's, that's heard us talk about this, that's mildly intrigued by it, if they haven't yet, will have the boldness to just say, you know what? I'm going to try a cigar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why not? I've been enjoying them. People have been smoking them for a long time. Yep. You don't inhale them, I can tell you that. I will agree yep. with that. I will co-sign on that. Yeah. And, and it, it's not the same thing as needing a warning for smoking on a Netflix show. Yeah. Since you're not inhaling it. it it's, it's a thing. It's an enjoyable thing. And I hope that you would grant yourself, if you're interested, the opportunity to participate non-judgmentally. Well, what does this have to do with watching? Well, what it has to do with watching is that because it is something that we've embraced, belched like an ape again, I'm sorry, uh, that we have embraced for a time. We may or may not make this a long-term deal, but we're having fun with it right now. And part of having fun for me and my personality type is to consume information about it. So I have watched Oh my goodness, innumerable YouTube videos because the content is there. Yes. You can watch any and everything. Cigars, how to cut them, how to pick them, how to light them, how to smoke them, how to do a humidor, how to make a humidor, how to do all the things. It's all out there, though I would add the caveat that if in fact any of these content providers have included anything from a conservative political statement perspective, you won't be able to watch it because they've been kicked off of YouTube. And that's my own side jab to mm. YouTube for being bastards. Oh, wow. That popped right up, didn't it? Did. It did. It happens. If you'd like to read something, I myself am just now embarking on a book called The Honest Enneagram by Sarah Jane Case. You may know her on Instagram as at Enneagram and Coffee. It's a wildly popular Enneagram okay. account. I'm reading this, number one, because I enjoyed 
personality theory, okay? I enjoy it. But number two, we've got an upcoming episode of Sorta Awesome, a little teaser for you. The crossover, the, the gooey, delicious center of the Venn diagram between your reading life and your Enneagram type. We're mashing it together. We're talking all things Enneagram and reading coming up in February. So this little background reading for me. I have deep suspicions. Yeah. Because of my life that sure. I have lived and my experiences that I have endured mm. and enjoyed on some occasions. Sure. What I have found is that anytime someone forcefully includes the word honest, it means they're full of shit. Well. So is in fact this honest or is it dishonest Enneagram? I almost said unhonest because I don't understand how the English well, language works. It's tricky. Life style. You've got a couple. Um, I was just saying that in regards to well, language you, being tricky. Yeah. Pointing out our former disagreement. Mm, but you've um, got a few. I do have a few. We don't have anything to listen to. And sorry, not sorry. That's just how it works. We we can't do everything every day. <laughs> we have so much time and so many kids. Mm. Um, so for life style, I have two things. Mm. I have a Jeep update. Mm. Because that's what's important to me right now. Yes. I had a conversation last night, late, with the company who has been hired to transport mm. my vehicle that's from right. the furthest tip of Long Island, mm. New York, to central Oklahoma. Mm. He indicated he would be attempting to pick the vehicle up. Tomorrow, well, today, as today, we today, as you as, listen, as you listen, it's going onto the truck. But the concern is that both in the days preceding as well as today, there are weather fronts moving through that region, that there's concern over snow and travelable conditions and whatnot. Mm. So, do not yet know if we will, in fact, be postponed in the delivery of, quite frankly, one of the sweetest rides in America. In all its mojito green glory. All of its glaringly in-your-face mojito green. What are you going to do about it? Mm. Glory. Yeah. So, there's that. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about cigars. We enjoy them. We have been enjoying them. And we're complete idiots. Are we? We know nothing at this point. Oh, yeah, in terms of, like, our cigar knowledge. Yeah, I mean, we're just so brand new into this. But we're enjoying it. You don't have to know That's everything true. about a thing to enjoy it. That's true. And, in fact, I think the purest sense of enjoyment comes from no preconditioning to what you should or shouldn't like. Yes. So it's been fun. We did, in fact, make another trip earlier today in to restock. We don't yet have a humidor or humidor or however you say it. That's a whole thing that I've been researching, too, and trying to figure out what's a good decision. Mm. Because at some point, which isn't yet, we'd be able to identify, we like this cigar. Sure. And when you know that, then instead of buying them in the most expensive means possible as a single, then you could buy a box. Right. But without a humidor, then... You would not be able to keep those in pristine condition. Because you do not want your cigar to dry out. You can't let it dry out. And I'm not up for smoking a whole box inside of a 24 to 48 hour period yet. 
well, Mr. Churchill will possess you bodily and give you the courage that you need. He, by the way, his humidor in what was it, 60, whatever the 60s? He died in 65. When he died, yeah, 65, his, at least one of his humidors on his estate had well over $4,000 worth of cigars in it. God bless the and USA. He, no, wait. God he, save well, the queen. God save the queen of cigars. <laughs> um, yeah. we've So we're we're trying to figure out... We're buying a whole smattering of stuff when we go. Just yeah. to keep trying stuff. Sure. We're trying to figure out the good science and purchasing wisdom behind a humidor. We've gone through... How many different cutters trying different things? What oh, all is three. Punch, yeah. guillotine... Yeah. V. v. Punch guillotine and V cut. Yeah. Three very different things. Very different, surprisingly, very different experience for each. Um, and so we've we've done that and we've purchased arguably cheapos to sample through the different means to find. And I think we've landed on what we like. Mm-hmm. I think we like a double guillotine. And I think I've found then what I want to be the trophy piece. Oh, cutters that we will bring in not just as something to look at but something to use and enjoy sure um lighters that's a whole nother thing so right now lighters and humidors are the two things that we're just like and ashtrays we've got three things ashtrays that we're still trying right now we're using a ceramic kitchen bowl we're real high class about it so for any of you who are secret cigar smokers or who have someone in your life who is a secret or not secret cigar smoker, that have guidance, that have recommendations, that have favorites, share that in the Facebook group. And if sure. you're not there, come join there and help us. That's right. Let's get out of here and order some pizzas. All right. We're doing it. We're doing trashy pizza for dinner and we love it. And for everyone else... Have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Evidently, once you become famous, the haircuts of you and your family matter to everyone. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Hi. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.